0: Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, MSU Insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? Good, Hughes. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, we'll get to his though, in Michigan State hoops in a moment. Uh, the Mel Tucker situation, I know he's being honest and candid uh, with the media. Reality is you were number 11 a month ago, number 11 in the country, and now people are wondering if they're going to win another game. Like I was talking with Stout earlier, how is he going to restart this mojo train that he had just percolating at two and zero off the first, you know, two years and the ninety five million dollar deal and owning uh, Michigan so far? How does he get that back?
1: Well, I mean, the the simplest answer is start winning games again. Right. But that, you know, getting to that is a little more I wouldn't say complicated. But the the bottom line is, look this. That eleven and two last year, as fun as it was for Michigan State fans, you know, and as much as it might have been, Kenneth Walker, he certainly had a huge part in that. The reality is, I don't think Michigan State as a program was really an eleven and two program, if that makes any sense, um, because the, the overall talent, depth of talent, still wasn't really there, and it's still going to take a little time. Now, the flip side to that is, were people expecting? You know, four straight losses, and to feel like defensively things haven't changed all that much—that I think that's the frustration from fans that they're not—they don't feel like that has gotten any better. And the, the reality is that's going to take a little time. Still, I still think the key for for Mel Tucker is if they can find a way manage to to scratch out enough wins to get to a bowl game, and if, if it's a big if that they can hold together the recruiting class they have and maybe add a few more names to that, I, I think they're still going to be on the right track. Now, having said that, they just had a guy decommit yesterday, a four-star offensive lineman. And, it, you know, how much that is because of what's happening on the field, none of us will really know. But um, it, that that's the big concern for him right now, is, is holding that together and making it feel like the overall trajectory of this program is still heading in the right direction. Because, you know, if you start losing that, too, then it feels like, You know, things might feel like they're falling apart a little bit. And that might be a little unfair, but, you know, fans are frustrated when you lose four in a row. So uh, we'll see. But winning winning games will be the first thing to try and get some of that momentum
0: back. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. The only way he's getting it back uh, no talk, no uh, monikers, woodshed, deep water, none of that, no victory cigars. You know, be Wisconsin and go take care of business against Michigan. You want to get the people back in a hurry, go do that where you own that unblemished mark against the Wolverine. So we'll see on Saturdays what he's able to do in terms of earning that95 million dollar deal. So we get a deals Izzo got that bump. Uh, he's in a good place right now, Michigan State, Big Ten media preseason pull out of Columbus, number four, uh, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan in front of them. What do you think is a level of expectation for any Spartan fan listening right now when it comes to Michigan State basketball? By the time we get to March,
1: yeah, I, the Big Ten basketball feels so odd to me this year. I, I mean, I know everyone's picking Indiana, but it feels like nobody's feels great about it. I, I just feel like you got these—I don't know—five, six teams up here that you would think all might be good, but you're not really sure. And I think Michigan State falls right in that because you know we, we've talked about the roster and the lack of a big man and not going out to the portal to find one. Look, they've got very good guards, but they're not going to be very deep. Uh, to me, the, the realistic thing is with that non-conference schedule, try and keep your head above water, stay 500 in the non-conference, you know, try, try and get some momentum early in that conference schedule. Cause that's the, the easier part of it. It's going to get really tough late. Um, but keep, keep that NCA streak alive, maybe have some shots at the big 10 title late in those last few weeks of the season. Um, and then, you know, you got a big recruiting class coming in next year. But I, I think that's realistic for this team. Make sure you're still an NCAA tournament team. You know, if you get things rolling and those guards are playing really well, maybe be a second weekend type team. But that, that, that early schedule is tough, and those, those guards will be tested. But those young young front court players are going to be thrown into the fire early. So we'll, we'll see if it, early if it was the right decision by Tom to kind of stick with those guys.
0: Who, who do you really like that you think is going to grow from a year ago that was on that Spartans roster and a newcomer that makes an immediate impact? Uh, who would those two names be?
1: Yeah, I, I would have said, and I'll, and I'll still say Jay Nathans. Even with the, the foot injury, it doesn't look like it's going to be anything that's going to, well, you know, knock on wood that lingers throughout the year. As long as it doesn't, I, I still really expect Jay Nathans to take a big step this year I mean, I certainly expect guys like A.J. Hoger and Tyson Walker to keep getting better, but Jay Nagus, to me, is that wild card that could take a real big step. Maybe you don't miss Max Christie as much in that spot over there because he can be a dynamic playmaker for them on both ends of the floor. So he'd still be my guy, even though he's got that foot injury right now. And A newcomer, I mean, I guess you got to go with Jackson Kohler. I mean, this kid has a lot of offensive skill. Uh, the big question is where does he fit in defensively, especially for a Tom Izzo team? I think... As many freshmen that come in there, that's their biggest adjustment, and I think it's clear through early practices that that's going to be the big thing for, for Kohler. If he can learn how to defend at a competent level, he's going to be on the floor a lot, but there's no doubt he's got offensive skills. So we'll see how far he comes along, but I think he's got the best shot to make an impact early.
0: You can follow everything Michigan State, Detroit News, Matt Charbonneau, checking in on the Meyer Guest on Matt, enjoy the basketball media days, and we'll talk soon.
1: You got it. Thank you.